yo, there are many events coming up in the world of sports. It'd be great to be in attendance for such. Where can we get tickets? SeatGeek. You see, SeatGeek is an app that can help you find the best seats with the best deals. SeatGeek shows you different tickets available with green being the best deals and red not being the hot deals. The best part is it shows you where you'll be sitting at the event. If you use the code SPORTSMECCA, you could get $20 off your first purchase. Get your seat at SeatGeek today. Could it be you calling me down? Welcome to another episode of the Sports Mecca Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Abramo. As always, I'm joined by my partner, Sam Hengeli. Today we have the opportunity to speak with Grayson McCall. Grayson is a redshirt junior quarterback who plays for the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. Grayson, we appreciate the time today, man. Yeah, thank you guys for having me on. I'm excited to talk to you guys. For sure. So we'll really start. We would like for you to kind of give us an update about so far in the offseason. You know, your season ended a few months ago. Talk to us about what you're doing and, you know, has the spring semester started um, and, you know, how have you been kind of handling everything? Yeah, we've uh, we've actually been in classes for uh, a little over a month now. I personally just had a sh- shoulder surgery um, a couple weeks ago, so I'm kind of kind of a coach around here right now. We started spring ball on Monday, so uh, the guys are out there flying around working hard. But um, you know, I'm just attacking everything um, from my standpoint of you know rehab and, and just focusing on school and trying to help these younger guys in, in their first spring. So it's uh it's been a great start so far, and uh, you know day three tomorrow for these guys. So I'm excited. You know, we've, especially myself, I've always been a big fan of you, a big fan of, of watching you play on Saturdays. You were a two-star recruit at Porter Ridge high school, you know, talk about your, your recruitment as, as a two-star and maybe your journey to Coastal Carolina. Yeah. So uh, recruiting, you know, was relatively slow for me coming out of high school. Uh, We ran triple option in high school. Uh, you know, I went to a kind of a small high school in Indian Trail that, you know, small town, uh, a lot of people don't know about. Um, like I said, we ran the triple option. Um, a lot of schools didn't think I could throw the ball like that. And so, you know, I was under recruited. Um, I got some interest and, and some offers from some, some FCS schools, um, you know, that, that saw some potential in me running the ball and things like that. Uh, you know, whenever I committed to Coastal, Coastal was my fifth offer. And, um, you know, as soon as they pulled the trigger on me, I knew this was the place for me. Um, Grew up coming to Myrtle Beach as a kid and, you know, kind of fell in love with the coaches and everything they had going around um, here in the program. And, uh, you know, obviously not to mention they ran a similar offense, you know, the triple option attack and stuff like that. So, yeah, recruiting was slow, but, you know, I'm, I'm truly blessed that, that Coastal found me. Did you know what a Chanticleer was? I, I, actually, I actually didn't. And uh, it's funny because, you know, a lot of guys uh, commit. And when they get here, they, they still pronounce it wrong. So it's, it's funny just, you know, when those guys get on campus to, to make sure that it's, you know, it's a Shauna clear, not a, a Chanticleer. So that's always funny. Oh, my God. That's, that's amazing. You mentioned about your recruiting process and you mentioned about how they played, you know, that, that spread triple option style that really fit your skill set. You know, talk about the relationship you've been able to build with head coach Jamie Chadwell. And, you know, you've had – 
the fortune to have really good receivers the past few years. You know, Javon Hiley and Isaiah Likely have had really productive seasons. I believe both have had, you know, a thousand yard seasons. CJ Marable a year ago had over a thousand rushing yards. You know, you guys had a really dynamic offense. So, you know, talk about the relationship with, with your coach and then kind of the assortment of weapons on offense. Yeah, me and uh, Coach Chow will have a great relationship. He actually recruited me out of high school He when he was the quarterback coach here. We, our relationship grew then, and, you know, ever since I I got here, um, you know, we, we've been pretty tight. You know, he helps me with a lot of stuff, and, and he and he actually played quarterback. And then I'll talk about my quarterback coach a little bit, um, Coach Korn. He actually ran this offense under Coach Chowell at North Greenville, so he's very familiar with, you know, the, in, the ins and outs of it. So, um, you know, it, it's really good um, from his point of view because he, he's ran it, he's done the stuff. So, um, so you know, that's that's really cool. He helps me out with a lot of stuff. So my relationships with, with them are great. And um, you spoke about Javon and just some, some weapons that we had last year. Um, you know, obviously Isaiah, you know, he, he's going to be off the board, you know, hopefully day one or day two, uh, early round guy. And, uh, you know, Javon, Shamari, um, like you said, CJ, some of those weapons, you know, they, they make my life easier, man. And, uh, you know, they're, they're truly – great weapons you know it seems like Isaiah and Javon are always open and you know when I'm in trouble find them and get them the ball so um you know those guys just to name you know a few there's obviously many more that have have helped me reach uh the point I'm at today but it's been great and truly a blessing to play with those guys so we'll kind of take it back to the 2020 season Coastal Carolina has had a lot of really strong moments big moments in the past two years I don't know if you've maybe played in a bigger game at Coastal than the game a year ago against BYU in 2020, you guys went up against eventual first-round pick Zach Wilson, and this was just an amazing scene, probably the best home game that Coastal Carolina has ever had on the teal turf. You know, talk to us about the environment, everything going on, and how it felt for you and, you know, as the program. Yeah, you know, it was a pretty hectic week, honestly, because um, I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but we had, we were scheduled to play Liberty that week, and um, we were both undefeated, two ranked teams. So um, somehow got college game day to say, hey, we're going to come down to Conway and watch this game. And then, um, you know, Liberty had some COVID issues. So we found out on, I believe it was like a Wednesday night or Thursday that, that BYU was going to come down and play us. So, uh, you know, it was a hectic week trying to prepare for those guys. Um, you know, we weren't really sure what they were going to do, how are they, how are they going to play us and stuff like that. So, you know, it was kind of what do we do well against this type of team and just kind of go out there and run our stuff. But, you know, man, it was crazy uh, college game day coming to Coastal Carolina for the first time. We had an attendance policy. Uh, they were only allowing 5,000 in the stadium. You know, I think maybe we might have squeezed in a couple extra people. But, you know, with 5,000 in the crowd, it was like the loudest environment I've ever been in just because of how excited the people were stuff like that. Um, you know, a lot of people all week said we had no chance against these guys that, you know, they were men and we were boys. They had a first round quarterback. The Shauna Clears have this red shirt freshman kid that, you know, nobody knows about. So, uh, you know, it was really a motivating week. And, you know, obviously after we got the win, it was just inspiring to the younger guys, you know, hey, no matter who comes in here, we play our brand of football, we can get it done. So, you know, those are uh, some memories I'll never forget. What was the celebration like after the game? Oh, man, I'm sure you could imagine, um, you know, not only in the locker room, it was it was great. Coaches excited, um, stuff like that. But I think we partied for two days straight, celebrating the win and just happy for the guys around us. So, you know, one last thought regarding the game against BYU. 
leading up to it, I believe there was a fan that created a Mormons versus Mullets t-shirt. Um, and you've had several other players on the team. I believe Teddy Gallagher, the lineman, maybe you yourself had a mullet at the time, but talk about kind of that entire like slogan and how that built up. You know, like I said, it was such a short week. So I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head, but whenever I found out he was doing it, you know, I got in contact with him and I remember him pulling up to my apartment at, you know, an odd, an odd hour at night, 11 or 12 at night and just delivering me a package of shirts, you know, like 10 shirts for my roommates and, and, and some of my teammates. So obviously a, a great idea that, um, that kind of went crazy. You know, I guess it, it kind of based off the idea when Miami played uh, Notre Dame back in the day. So, uh, I mean, it was cool, man. You know, we wore them in pregame and stuff like that. And obviously got noticed for, for some stuff like that. But it was cool, man. Great idea. And obviously just kind of hyped up the game a little bit more. So it was cool. Grayson, um, going into the 2020 season, there was a lot of uncertainty that the season would be played. What was your mindset during the summer getting prepared for the season, even though despite the fact that there could have been a situation where the season wasn't going to be played? Yeah, man, it was tough. Uh, the COVID rules, just making sure we're doing everything on, on our side to to give us the best chance to play, you know, always wearing the mask and, and trying to stay six feet distance and all that, you know, all that fun stuff. So, you know, we were going to make sure we were going to be prepared if we were going to have a season better that than not be prepared and we do play. But obviously uh, we got the season in. We had a great season. But, you know, it was really just guys sacrificing I'm going to stay in instead of going out because I don't want to get COVID and get the team sick, you know, stuff like that. Just being responsible and, and ultimately just sacrificing so we could play the season. Definitely. Uh, with your size and frame, you're an ideal NFL QB, maybe even a first round pick in the future. What do you see as your strengths right now? What are you hoping to improve on to make your team better and to put yourself in a better, better position to not just play at the next level, but excel at the next level? Yeah, um, you know, I think I'm, I'm pretty good at extending the play. Um, I, I feel that I'm a mobile guy that, you know, not only I can throw the ball down the field, but I can beat you with my legs. Um, you know, uh, for, me to, to, for me to excel at the next level, I think I need to improve a little bit, um, you know, just some, some slight critiques on, uh, you know, pocket movement, things like that, keep my eyes downfield, just trying to get a little bit better in every phase every day. And, uh, you know, I've been putting a big emphasis on, you know, trying to gain weight and muscle just to protect myself. Um, that much more so I think if I do those things I have a good chance of playing at the next level uh, what what a uh, current NFL quarterback does your uh, game um, uh, symbolize like who, what NFL player do you is your type of style of play yeah I, I wouldn't say that uh, you know maybe when you hear this guy's name you think of me because you know he's, he's such a great quarterback but um, you know I think me and Patrick Mahomes have similar play styles the, the type of offense they run and his ability to extend the play and uh, make make something when uh, make something out of nothing when nothing's there. So you know, I really like watching him play. Try to pick up a, a couple things from that guy. Obviously, I'm not at his level yet, but you know, striving to be there one day. Yeah, I I, I love that answer because I guess me me and Steve are both uh, big Kansas City Chiefs fans and big uh, Mahomes fans. So I actually appreciated that, no doubt. For years, uh, Coastal Carolina was seen as a bottom feeder in the Sun Belt in the Sunbelt Conference. Uh, you guys uh, have proven many uh, doubters wrong and have risen to the top. Um, what were some of the keys of changing the culture that led to Coastal Carolina getting to the top? Yeah, man, good question. Um, you know, like you said, we, we were kind of at the bottom of the conference for a couple of years when we made our transition from FCS to FBS. And, um, you know, we had some, some older guys that went through that transition period. 
that really set the culture here and, you know, everyone fed off it. And then, you know, obviously we start building momentum and, and we're doing all the little things right. And we're coming together. We have great leadership. We have great habits coming into the season. And then obviously we have a great season in 2020, go 10 and 0 and, and get to our first bowl game. And then, you know, after that season, it's kind of just like, okay, wow, uh, you know, little coast of Carolina can go do these type of things. It, you know, as long as we control everything that, that uh, you know, we can control, you know, our attitude and our effort every day and, and that leadership and, you know, leaning back on that culture when things go wrong, um, I would ultimately just say, yeah, the leadership and the guys, um, the older guys that, ha that had been here through that process really changed this program. Fantastic. Uh, before uh, high school, you were a baseball player and you uh, played travel ball and then you gave that up to uh, pursue your uh, dream of being a uh, football player. Patrick Mahomes, of course, was always talking about his uh, baseball experience and how he's able to make certain throws. Do you give uh, any credit to the game of baseball and your experience playing baseball, making you the uh, quarterback that you are today? Yeah, I would say, you know, you could definitely, you know, you could definitely transfer some things over um, from the diamond to the football field, especially, um, you know, when it comes to arm angles and things of that nature. So, you know, I think that, uh, you know, definitely does help me out a little bit. What do you think of like multi-sport athletes? Do you think they should be highly encouraged at the youth level? Yeah, absolutely. I think I, I would definitely encourage it. You know, let them play as many sports as they want, see which one they like the best, uh, see which one they're the best at. Um, you know, I think it's great, especially for, you know, football guys to run track, uh, run, play basketball in the off season, uh, you know, kind of just stay in shape. So, yeah, I would definitely encourage that. Uh, before uh, we let you go, uh, Grayson, we really appreciate having you on the show. Take, you're, you're the first college football player that's currently playing that actually has come on our show, which we want to express our gratitude for that. Um, uh, if you had to give some words of wisdom to kids that have dreams of reaching the highest level, whether it's to be an NFL player, NBA, MLB, or being a doctor, a lawyer, a journalist, et cetera, uh, what advice would you give to that person? You know, just put your head down and work. Uh, don't don't look around you and compare yourself to others. Um, you know, your life your life can change in one year. So, you know, just keep your head down and work and, and focus on yourself. Like I said, don't compare yourself to others. Trust the process. Um, and enjoy enjoy the journey. You know, uh, be in the moment and focus on the now. Don't um, you know? Don't worry about what happened yesterday and don't be thinking about what's going to happen tomorrow. You know, uh, be where your feet are. Um, enjoy where you are. You know, take it all in because, you know, it, it, it can be gone in the snap of a finger. So, um, you know, just put your head down and work, man. Uh, you can do anything you put your mind to. And if you want to go do something, go do it. Where can we and others can support you and find you on social media? Yeah, my, my Instagram is one gray zero on Twitter. Um, my handle is McCall underscore Grayson. So I'm um, usually pretty active on there if you guys want to check me out. Do you have a, uh, any, you know, past NIL deals that you'd like to promote? Yeah, um, did a little NIL thing with, with the Brady brand coming out and did a photo shoot with them and stuff like that. So stuff like that, you know, if you get the chance to check out Brady brand, definitely do that. You know, great quality stuff. So, Oh, Grayson, we, we, we appreciate you coming on. You know, both Sam and I have enjoyed watching you play these past few years, and we hope that you can recover from this injury and embark on another successful season in 2022 and continue to bring – the Chanticleers program at another level. No doubt, man. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate it, guys. Have a good night. Could it be you calling me down, 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 down? My foolish heart turns out to be. All that I am 
For those who are listening to our show for the first time, all our past and future episodes are available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Sports Mecca.